spend some time with us here today. Uh, we've got uh, I'd say like anybody. Here, I'll start here. Did anybody watch the uh, Hall of Fame game last night? Did anybody tune in and watch? I know we had a listener, Kyler, text in yesterday. Said even though it's not great football, I'll tune in and watch. I admit I didn't watch much. I probably watched a total of ten plays. Um, it's and it really wasn't that interesting of a game when I watched. Honestly, the second half was way better than the first half. Obviously, with all the with the points that were able to be put up uh, in the second half compared to the first. The first quarter saw you know the number two offenses uh, go out there and and you know the Browns didn't score uh, until pretty much late in the second quarter right before half, while the Jets then got a touchdown and three field goals to put themselves up and up early and pretty convincingly. I mean, they were up, what, 16? Might have been 13. What was it at halftime? 13. No, so they were up 16-7 to seven at halftime. And the Browns come out there and, you know, out after, after the Jets, let's put it this way, after the Jets got up 13-0 with about nine minutes left to play in the second quarter, the Browns outscored them 21-3. to three. Now, once again, you don't put any stock into these type of games because, once again, you hardly know the players that are out there. And, you know, this is just about getting better, trying to, uh, for these guys, getting opportunities to put good tape or, or putting, some, putting some good tape on the film so that they can hopefully have a chance to make this roster, if not, impress someone else in another franchise to make their roster. That's what these games are about. It's not about... You know, the Deshaun Watsons and the Aaron Rodgers, even though they get a bunch of publicity and and time on the television, it's not about them. It's about these other guys. These games are more about the backups trying to make an NFL roster. That's what it's about. So last night, a couple of quick takeaways. A couple of quick takeaways from this game. So we got to see Zach Wilson. He only threw five passes but completed three of them. I don't know if it was great. Um... I don't know if it was great, to be honest with you, for him. Um, once again, you're, you're dealing with the top-end talent, which, you know, if, you, if you're going to be a backup uh, and if you're going to stay on a team, you got to learn to play with the, the, the lower guys on the roster. But Zach Wilson, I don't think, was super impressive. They didn't give him a ton of time. We'll probably learn more in the second preseason game about Zach Wilson. Because I don't know if we'll see Aaron Rodgers take a preseason snap. We might see him make one series in Week 2 or Week 3, but that's about it. Zach Wilson will get a majority of the snaps the rest of that. There was nothing really on the Jets side that stood out to me. I was like, wow, that, that, that guy is really good and needs to stay there. There was nothing really there that I saw. Uh, the Brown side, you know, there was something. Else. The, the biggest thing that stood out to me on the Cleveland Brown side was third-string quarterback Dorian Thompson-Robinson, better known as DTR, out of the University of California, Los Angeles, UCLA. 8 of 11 for 82 yards and a touchdown. He also had six rushes for 36 yards along of 15. Dorian Thompson-Robinson, albeit against, you know, a third-string defense, looked good, looked comfortable in the pocket, looked like he could make some good throws. You know, that's... And and when you're at the Brown situation where you have had horrific luck at drafting quarterbacks, Tim Couch, you know, Johnny Manziel... Brady Quinn, you can go up and down, up and down the years. How bad the quarterbacks drafts have been. 
Dorian Thompson, I'm not saying he's going to be the next great quarterback. You've got Deshaun Watson there, and you're hoping that he pans out because you're paying him the kind of money that he should pan out. But Dorian Thompson-Robinson, I think being a fifth-round selection or something like that, looked really good. And that's that's got to make you happy if you're any type of if you're the offensive coordinator, quarterback, coach, head coach, doesn't matter. You got to be happy about that. Saying, "Boy, we might have something here." No offense to Kellen Mond, who went 13 or 19 with a touchdown, a pick. That was pretty good. That was pretty good to see uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson get out there and look comfortable, because you know it's another step up. You know it's it's hard to transition from the high school game to the college game. You know, where, you know, you go from in high school where, you know, you're playing it, you know, a couple months out of the year. You go to college, you're training, you're, you're, you're doing all this stuff, getting ready for this, uh, you know, every single day, 12 to 14 hours a week, getting ready for that stuff in the college game. And then you go to the program, pro game where it's, it's another step up, you know, because everybody is even better and more talented. And so to see someone shine a little bit, even though it's in the, uh, the Hall of Fame game, and it's the first preseason game, and there's a bunch of players out there you may not ever see again, it still is good. It still is good to see. So that's those are the things that's the thing you kind of have to look for, honestly. You have to look for that kind of stuff that's like, well, what stood out to you in this game? Well, that guy did. And if you can stand out on the tape, you're gonna stand out to the coaches more than likely. Uh, and if it's not for this team that you're playing on currently to be friend of the team. So that was my biggest takeaway from uh, the Browns and the Jets. The other thing was, and it got better in the second half, because I remember tuning in, it was like middle of the second quarter. And it was like a couple field goals. And I sat there and thought, you know, it kind of has to stink. I, I, I don't know the crowd and how they do tickets for the for the Hall of Fame game. I don't know how they do that. But, you know, they have a nice, beautiful stadium that they have there in Canton, Ohio, that they built for this game, pretty much. It used to not be that way. It used to be just some small college stadium. Now they got this nice, beautiful stadium. And, and you know, I'm thinking about the fans that are there to watch this game. I mean, we, you know as a fan when you sign up to watch this game, you're like, well, we know it's probably not going to be great, but uh, let's go anyway. It's an NFL game. I just, I feel bad for the fans. Like, boy, we spent money on these tickets. And it's hard to spend money. You know, it's hard to get tickets to anything. Concerts, events, uh, sporting games. doesn't matter without spending a couple hundred bucks per ticket. And that's just on the ticket. That doesn't include food and lodging and all that stuff that it might take or transportation to get there and back. It's it, you're going to spend a fortune, and to see that with uh, last game, I was just like, my gosh, it's got to stink. I spent this money, and we've seen a couple field goals. Whoop de doo. <laughs> That's just kind of what it looks like to me a little bit uh, with the Hall of Fame game. Nonetheless, Browns beat the Jets 21 to 16 last night uh, to kick off really the NFL football season, as we have at least football being played uh, in some form or fashion. Uh, before we get to a break, and in about uh, five minutes or so, I, and we bring in Trey Lotta from uh, the Kansas City Star talking KU Athletics. Speaking of Kansas, the men's basketball team began what was uh, a three-game exhibition tour down in Puerto Rico, and the Jayhawks, as expected, dominated. They should dominate all three games. They really should. Uh, they're probably the most talented basketball team in, in men's college basketball going into the 23-24 season. I mean, I don't... I don't know every single roster, but I if they're not the most talented, they've got to be top three. And they showcased it yesterday with a 106-71 romping of the of this Puerto Rico, you know, club team that they beat. Or I think they might have been the Puerto Rican national team. Honestly, they they, they beat them really badly. 
Uh, and the Jayhawks got great production out of new pieces. Artario Morris, 20 points for him on 8 of 12 shooting. 19 points for K.J. Adams on 7 of 10 shooting. A lot of those great pick-and-roll plays where Adams got the dunk. And that's that's going to – and they did it a lot last year. Don't get me wrong. And they've done a lot in the past. But – but at the same time, you know this this year is going to fit KJ Adams a, a lot better. I think you're going to see KJ Adams shine a lot more. I, I really do. You're going to see KJ Adams shine so much more for the simple fact that he doesn't have to be a five. They have a five. KJ Adams can now play the spot he kind of wants to play. That's the four. If he works on his outside jump, it'll be, be a little bit. So, yeah, it will. It's going to be a good trend because of Hunter Dickinson, who, by the way, had 13 points and six of 13 shooting, one of the most efficient, but had 13 points, six boards uh, for him. You know, you get you get those guys, you get that. That's that's a good mix there. But you got Dewan Harris, nine assists, just two points. He doesn't have to worry about scoring. He has so many scores around him. He just has to be a distributor. But you have Hunter Dickinson, Dewan Harris, Kevin McCuller, KJ Adams, Artario Morris. Uh, El Marco Jackson had a great game. Uh, one of the new players for the Jayhawks. Freshman, 13 points for him on four of six shooting. Nick Timberlake knocked down two of four threes. The transfer from Towson is feeling good about himself early on. They, they've got so many pieces. Uh, it, it's it's an it's kind of an embarrassment of riches. It really is for Kansas. I think you probably have one of the best distributors, if not the best, one of the top two distributors in college basketball in Dewan Harris. You have one of the top three bigs in college basketball period in Hunter Dickinson. You know, you, you've got those two guys there. You've got guys that have great, you know, Terry Morris is skilled, one of the better shooters, and Nick Timberlake, KJ Adams, who's maybe one of the better dunkers in all of college basketball. And once again, that's not everything in basketball, but it can get you a lot of points. So, once again, Kansas men's basketball rolls over Puerto Rico, 106-71. to Once again, Arterio Morris was the star. He, uh, he led the way 20 points with five rebounds and five assists at Arterio Morris. Um, they also forced 15 steals out of this uh, Puerto Rican team, 15 steals out of them. That'll, that'll work. Get a lot of transition buckets. But I was watching some of the highlights on, on social media. I didn't watch it live. I know you can watch it on KUathletics.com. You can watch it on their Facebook page. They, they stream it live with Brian Haney and Greg Gurley giving the call with it. Um, I didn't really watch any of that. Um, but I did watch some of the highlights last night. And, you know, for for a team that's got a lot of new pieces, they look pretty good. But but here's the thing. They've got the perfect mix. They really do. You have the DeWant. You have the point guard. That's huge. You have a couple of guys that that play that three to four range in McCuller and KJ Adams. You have some guys like that. Now you bring in just scorers like Nick Timberlake and Hunter Dickinson, who can really do it all. You just add, and then Arteria Morris. You know, you add those pieces in, but you have a good foundation of players that know the Kansas culture and can continue to show guys the way. Even the new, very talented guys. And you just continue to move there if you can. I mean, there's so many expectations for Kansas basketball. And you can tell there's been a lot of, you know, social media and stuff. Our good friend uh, Chase Topliff has been down there. Uh, he's been down there with, you know, following the, the Jayhawks and seeing Bill Self and getting cool videos. I mean, it's such a relaxed atmosphere and a lot of fun. 
you know, to do this, to take these trips with the team uh, from the Kansas perspective, take these trips with the coaches and the teams and to do that kind of stuff. It's fun for them, the players and coaches, that is, uh, to get away and to play basketball and work on a few things and some exhibition games where these don't really matter. You get to learn more about yourself, which is all great. And honestly, it's it's very relaxed right now, and it'll things steam, pressure and stuff will pick up later on here when we get to October, November. But things look really good, and if you're a Kansas basketball fan, you got to be super excited about the upcoming 23-24 season. So so many great pieces, so many great pieces. All right. Anything else I missed here in the in the first segment here? I wanted to get to. I don't think so. I want to double check, make sure. I talked Kansas basketball, make sure I got that right, and I wanted to touch on the Hall of Fame game. We'll get to the Royals coming up here a little bit later on. Oh, I one more thing on Kansas basketball. We'll get more to this on with Shreya Slada. They did actually sign another player to the roster this year from Australia. Johnny, I think it's Furphy. It's how you say it. it. Looks like Murphy, but instead of the M, it's the F. So it's Furphy. I think it is six foot eight guy. Very. Very international type player, can do a lot, can rebound, can score, can dribble, can dribble, can shoot it from the outside, very international feel, and don't know how much he'll play this year with the lineup that they have, but uh, they did sign other ter- talented guys, once again, the rich get richer with KU basketball. Oh, and also one more thing before we get to break, uh, it's, it's looking more and more like solid foundation that the Arizona is going to be joining the Pac-12, those discussions have been in full I know there's been talks about how well they're not going to leave unless Arizona State comes and and Utah comes. And I don't know that that might not be happening. There was a rumor going around that Utah, like I think Arizona State would be okay with going, but Utah is like saying we don't know if we want to spend the the ten million dollars or maybe it was fifty. It was a ridiculous number, ten to fifty million dollars of trying to rebrand the entire Utah University landscape and campus with now Big 12 logos instead of Pac-12 logos, which sounds ridiculous to me. Uh, but but that was the story. That was the rumor flying around yesterday. But it looks like the Big 12 is going to grow. Arizona is going to be in this spot. and It's it's going to be really sad because we're, we're going to see it in the Big 12, and it looks like we're going to see it in the Pac-12. And I, you know, but I guess at the same time, you know, it, it was happening before in Iowa. But you, you don't you're not going to see really the state schools play each other uh, that much anymore unless they want to schedule a, a series. But you're not going to see Bedlam, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State anymore. You more probably won't see Arizona, Arizona State. I mean Iowa, Iowa State. You know they found a way to make it work. They were in separate conferences, but they found a way. They played each other every year, which was pretty cool to see. Maybe other schools. You know, if if Washington goes to a different conference, Washington State will be left behind. Same thing for Oregon, Oregon State. It's kind of a sad deal, but that's that's the way it's going right now. But it looks like as if Arizona is in the final steps to make a move from the Pac-12 to the Big 12 right now. As we sit here today. Going to be a great basketball conference, that's for sure. Kansas, Arizona, Houston. You know, whatever other schools, you know, those are those are all pretty darn good basketball programs. Your Cincinnati's really good basketball programs. It'll be really entertaining basketball for sure. Of course, you have your K-States that were good this year, and other ones are going to continue to play well. It'll be a great basketball conference. A lot of a lot of crazy travel, though. But I think that's the future of, of college athletics. All right. We're at 728 Mounts and 828 Central Time here on this Friday. Glad you're with us on the Morning Blitz. Once again, apologize for all the technical difficulties we're having on 1025 UROC. That has to do with a $15 part that is back-ordered. And so as soon as we get that part in, 
uh, we will hopefully be back up to full power. But until that part gets in, our hands are tied at this point in time. But uh, to flip on over to AM 730 Fox Sports Tri-State, and you can hear the show crystal clear. Wait and hear it on our podcast. Um, or listen, of course, through your phone with our Rocking M app. All right, let's get to a break. When we come back, we'll be joined by Shreyas Lada talking KU basketball down in Puerto Rico. Also talk KU football. Camp is open. Lance Leipold, the coordinators have all visited with the media. Get some thoughts on how football camp has started for the Jayhawks. That's all next here on the Morning Blitz. You could throw your flip-flop at a bug. Ew, a bug, get it. But the chances of actually hitting it oh, over there are statistically it's still alive. Unlikely. Good thing nature's got your back. Stem bug killers combine powerful active ingredients found in plants like lemongrass and geraniol and scientifically engineer them into effective bug fighting formulas, safe for use as directed around people, pets, and throughout the home. Stem, rooted in nature, optimized by science. Guys, stop putting your love life on hold. U.S. Pharmacy has some exciting news. If you've been wanting to try Viagra or Cialis, now is the perfect time. Call today and receive 50 little blue pills or little yellow pills for only $120 with free shipping. Need your package in a hurry? Call 800-896-1696 and ask about our express shipping option and we'll rush your order to you as soon as possible. Again, 800-896-1696 now. That's 800-896-1696. The Anderson Trade Group, proud market partners with Kansas Farmers Ranch Radio. Find out more at AndersonTrade.com. The risk of loss through trading futures and or options is substantial and each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance, whether actual or indicated, is not indicative of future results. The Anderson Trade Group has no guarantee that the advice given will result in profitable trades. Good morning. This is Paige Chapman at the Andersons with your morning grain report on Friday, August 4th. In the overnight market, September corn is up 8 at 488 and 3 quarters. December up 8 and a quarter at 501 and 3 quarters. March up 8 and a quarter at 515 and a half. August sweepings are up 9 and 3 quarters at 1438 and a half. September up 10 and 3 quarters at 1392 and 3 quarters. And November up 16 at 1341 and a quarter. September Kansas City wheat is up 13 3 quarters at 781 and a quarter. December up 14 at 796, and March up 14 and a quarter at 803 and a half. Dow Jones is up 61 points at 35,370. S&P up 14 at 4,536. NASDAQ up 71 points at 15,509. Gold is up $8 at $1,976.80. Silver is Unchanged at 2370, and crude oil is up 37 cents at 81.92. If you have any risk management questions or grain you would like to market in the Colorado area, you can reach John Hankey or Joseph Koning at 970-744-4484, or in the Overland Park office, you can reach myself, Paige Chapman, Tom Saluto, or Tyler Ghosh at 913-748. The Anderson Trade Group, proud market partners with Kansas Farm and Ranch Radio. Find out more at andersongrain.com. The risk of loss through trading futures and or options is substantial, and each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance, whether actual or indicated, is not indicative of future results. The Anderson Trade Group has no guarantee that the advice given will result in profitable change. Corn reminds you that E15 fuel is the right choice for every kind of driver. For the car enthusiast, E15 has higher octane. For the thrifty driver, E15 is priced lower than regular unleaded. 
For the nature lover, E15 provides cleaner air. For the shopper who buys local, E15 has more ethanol from our Kansas corn farms. Choose E15 for a higher octane, lower price, and cleaner American fuel. This message from the Kansas Corn Commission. Learn more at kscorn.com. Child care providers are helpers, protectors, and professionals. They're devoted and hardworking and critical to many families' success. Our communities rely on child care professionals to nurture our children, to allow parents to return to work, and to keep our economy strong. They take care of all of us. Now it's our turn to return the favor. Let's give child care providers the resources they need to keep going. Together, let's strengthen child care in Kansas. Get involved at childcareinkansas.com. Cheyenne County businesses offer strong support all year round for your Cheyenne County 4-H'ers, especially at fair time. Our rocking and radio coverage is brought to you in part by the Lighthouse Furniture and Flooring, Nodal Funeral Home, the Bird City Century 2 Development Foundation, Yost Ford, and Majestic Service in West St. Francis. Stop at the county fair, see the great results in the projects from the young ones to the older ones. Hey, don't forget the big demolition derby this Saturday at 7 Central at the Cheyenne County Fair in St. Francis. If you're shopping for a banking institution, visit with Equity Bank of Hoxie, Grinnell, and Quinter, Kansas. The Equity Bank is heavily invested in local business and activities contributing in many ways back to their community. Their employees are involved with many organizations and area events. Plus, a lot of experience comes with that staff. You'll find valuable local assistance when you bank at the Equity Bank of Hoxie, Grinnell, Quinter, and other locations in western Kansas. The Equity Bank, member FDIC go for it. It's it's so rewarding. You build a relationship with them and you're part of their life. And, And just not why you have them, it's you help form them and build them. You spend 10 hours a day with them, if not more. Kansas kids need you. Find out how you can become a licensed child care provider at licensedtocare.org. Want to be part of the Morning Blitz? Don't fight it. Tell me how you really feel. Send your thoughts to our text line at 785-899-2222. Mountain Time, 835 Central Time on a Friday, August the 4th. Glad you're with us on the morning, but it's a chance to win from the Kansas Lottery coming up here in just a minute, so stick around for that. After a good conversation we have with our guest now waiting on the phone patiently, that is Shreyas Lotta, who joins us now from the Kansas City Star, talking everything Kansas Athletics. Shreyas, good morning. How are you doing? Shreyas, can you hear me there? I don't know if we're having some issues or not. Can't seem to get Shreyas on the line at this point in time. Don't know why for sure. Let's see here. Uh, Shreyas, can you hear me at all there? Don't even hear him at all. <laughs> we'll see if we can get him to call back into the show. Uh, I'll call let message him. See, uh, see if we can get that uh, back here talking to him. Oh, well, I don't know if I what I was doing wrong then. Maybe I had something incorrect. We'll see here. We'll have uh, Shreyas try and call back in, see if we can get a better connection here. We'll try this again, hopefully. <laughs> uh. Shreyas, can you hear me at all there? Maybe I've got something here. Can you hear me now? 
No, let's let's try this here. Trace, you hear me now? How about that? Yeah, yeah. Hey, there we go. I don't know what the deal was there. Apparently, a button on my board got pushed that I was not uh, figuring out. I apologize for that. But luckily, no worries. The luckily is, Shreyas, I'm the one that looks like a moron, not you. So we're good. <laughs> we're perfectly good. Shreyas Lada, our guest here from the Kansas City Star. Uh, good morning. Glad you're with us. I tell you, we'll just dive right into it. KU football, fall camp. I know you've had a chance to visit with Coach Leipold, the offensive and defensive coordinators, Coach Borland, Coach Koltanecki. Boy, boy, what has what have they been talking about here as we've gotten to the first couple days of practice for KU football? I think it's you know just back to business. You know, talking about no complacency, talking about taking that step forward. If you're the KU defense, Borland acknowledged that they're a major weakness spot, but he said we don't want to be the weak spot in the chain. We want to be the strong spot in the chain, which I thought was pretty pretty uh, a strong quote. You know, uh, especially for a defense coordinator and. Um, you know, I, I think it's interesting to see what happens with the KU defense and him because this, uh, like, team has a really tough schedule. And I think Jalen Daniels and the KU offense is going to probably be as good as they were last year. Uh, as long as Jalen is healthy, it's going to come down to if the KU defense can take another step forward to whether they can replicate the success or get even better. Um, and Borland's contract situation is a little interesting where he's fully guaranteed for this year, but KU is the option to pick it up for 2024. So I think his performance and the defense's performance overall is going to be definitely heavily looked at because he said they pretty much looked at the KU defense in every way possible trying to improve it this past offseason. In your opinion, after watching games last year, I mean, where do they need to get better at defensively first and foremost? I think the big thing is they got to get consistent pressure to the quarterback. Um, and that's one worry of mine uh, about them is you can't send the house, as Borland said, because you're going to get burned if you send it all the time. Um, and, you know, with Lonnie gone to the NFL, I need to see consistent, you know, quarterback pressure. Um, you know, I think they have a group of pretty great DBs. Uh, but I think it really starts in that defensive line. It goes from there. How did they go about it? I know they brought in some transfers, I believe. I think that's – I might have my num- my teams mixed up here. But I believe they brought in some transfers to help along the defensive line because you're. I believe you're correct. That's where it begins and ends for this Kansas defense. They have to get better up front. Yeah, they brought in Dylan Brooks uh, from Auburn, uh, and they're hoping he can come in and, and be one of the guys that will be uh, moving – the, the Kansas defense upwards and upward trajectory. Um, they brought in a, a Devin Phillips from uh, Colorado, um, who's another guy, big, beefy guy. They've definitely, you know, brought in some transfers that they think can make real impact. You know, it, it obviously just remains to be seen, but they know that the defense was the weak spot last year and seems like they heavily focused on picking up defensive players from the transfer portal. Treyas Lada, our guest, continue to stay on the defense. What is the strength of this defensive team? I mean, is it the secondary with the Hawk Mamba, Kobe Bryant, or is it another spot? I definitely think it's the secondary. Uh, you know, it, you know, he he is one of the best corners in the nation. He he's been in a lot of top ten lists. He's getting watch list awards. Um, they have a great great secondary led by him. Um, and uh, you know, I think they need that defensive line to be good this year 
so they can showcase how good the secondary really is. Because I think last year, non uh, for every like FBS opponent, they gave up 38 points per game uh, on average. You, you can't do that and expect to stay in games. We're speaking with Shreyas Lada from uh, the Kansas City Star talking KU football as uh, fall camp is underway in uh, this year for Lance Leipold and the crew. I mean, how, I mean, is it? You've mentioned it a couple times. The schedule is harder, which means you know you're playing better competition, or you're playing in tougher positions like on the road and stuff. The schedule is harder, and you're trying to get better on defense against a tougher schedule. How are they going to be able to tell that? You know, is it just simply on wins and losses and the numbers? How are you going to be able to tell that? Or is it something you just be able to see with your eyes that hey, you know what, this defense was better, even though it may result in them not winning as many games they did last year? Who knows? Yeah, I think the big thing is it's definitely going to come down to numbers. Uh, you know, the, the metrics are going to be huge. Uh, you know, they, they can't be – I think they were ranked 127th in total defense last year, 79th in, in red zone defense. they got to get into, you know, the top 75, I think, you know, or top 80 or whatever. Uh, they need to get to a point where their defense is top 75 and pressuring opposing quarterbacks. Uh, you know, there's no guarantee you win those games, but when you have a defense that's more consistent than it was last year, where it was inconsistent, you know, they, Borland pointed out the Iowa State game where they only gave up, uh, I believe, 11 points, uh, and the offense scored 14, and the Texas game where they gave up 55, and the offense scored 14. He said, you know, the common denominator there, denominator there is the offense scored the points, but we gave up, you know, 55 in Texas. And we can't do that and expect to stay and win football games. And I, I 100% agree with that. Um, this KU defense and the, the, you know, the strength of schedule is going to go hand-in-hand. Hand. That's the two biggest pitfalls. Somebody asked me, you know, if KU stumbles out of the gate, what's the reason why? And, and I point directly to those things is the schedule after Missouri State. There's no gimmies. It's tough. And the defense is just a massive question mark because the offense was top 10 by a lot of metrics last year. I'm glad you brought up the offense. I want to switch over to that. Do you predict them to be, would you say they're going to be a top 10 offense again this year, or would you put your money on them not being a top 10 offense this year? I think they're going to be in that range, you know, top 10, top 15. It's always tough. And, and I mean, the big thing I would like to see is how teams have adjusted to Jalen Daniels in Kansas. Um, you know, they, when you, when you get to see a guy on tape again a little more, you can get a little more out there. Um, and, and Jalen has obviously made progression and, and, you know, like he ended the season on a very high net out, uh against Arkansas in that crazy, crazy triple overtime game. Um, but I'm really curious to see the adjustments from, you know, conference teams against him because now they know who Jalen Daniels is because he put himself on the map last year, that 5-0 start, came back, wasn't quite as good. And then because he was still recovering from injury and then, you know, his last year or last game, he had a, a tremendous game to end, you know, the season. Uh, so I, I'm really, really curious, you know, where the offense ends up uh, ranking-wise. I have high expectations for it, but that I think for me, I believe in the talent of Jalen Daniels. And I think as long as he's healthy, Kansas' offense is going to be deadly. I know the offense returns a bunch of pieces from last year, and that's why everyone thinks they can be a top 20, top 10 offense. But, I mean, are there any position battles going on, maybe the offensive line and stuff or the wide receiver room? 
uh, that could help determine whether this team's going to be as good as they think it could be? Well, I think, you know, the running back room is going to be so, so good this year. I mean, you have Devin Neal, who is phenomenal, but you got Highshaw coming back, who was really, really good to start off the year last year. You have that, you know, that punch right there. Uh, they picked up Jaden Ham. I just wrote about it. Uh, the, the freshman that had initially committed to Arkansas, and it, he ended up picking KU, uh, Kansas native, and he's already making a mark. And last year, the tight end group led the Big 12 in touchdowns, you know, amongst tight ends. So they have high expectations for themselves, you know. So you look at that, um, you look at the, the running back room, uh, you look at a, a wide receiver room that's a little older, a year more experienced, um, and you're looking at Jalen, who is more confident than ever. Uh, you know, those are all really good things uh, for this Kansas football team and this Kansas offense. Um, they are very confident in themselves. They believe in themselves. And I think just having that mentality will play in itself out on the field. I mean, you want the guys to think that they are, they can be anybody in the conference. They think they could be a Big 12 contender for the title. Trey Lotta, our guest here on the Morning Blitz from the Kansas City Star. How about backup quarterback? I'm not trying to put some bad juju out there. I'm just saying... You know, last year Jalen Daniels got hurt. He is a mobile quarterback. Sometimes you get hit and you, you know, you're out for a game or two. Uh, how's that backup quarterback spot going? Because I feel like they need to have that just in case something might come up for a week or two. I think Jason Bean has, has got that locked down. I mean, it seems like he's got that locked down and every other position locked down. Kansas is playing him a wide receiver. Kansas didn't line him up at running back. Kansas is doing anything and everything to take advantage of the speed. I asked Mason Fairchild if he lined up at tight end. He's like, no, but, you know, with Andy, you never know what kooky concoction he'll come up to, come up with to uh, get uh, Jason Bean on the field, uh, you know. So I think they're doing everything to supplement him. They're going to have probably some crazy wildcat packages, um, you know. But I think Jason is, is a guy that, you know, if, if Jalen were to get hurt or whatever, uh, you know, he can come in and, and – be a nice stopgap quarterback like he was last year. It will be very intriguing to see how other teams go about trying to slow them down uh, in the future uh, this year and seeing how they adjust to that going forward. And I admit it's one of the most fun offenses to watch, especially in, on television, to watch all the movements and the, the different stuff, the, the, the fakes in the backfield. It's very highly entertaining. Shreyas Slaughter, our guest. Before we let you go, Shreyas, we can't forget about KU basketball because KU basketball never sleeps. Uh, they're in Puerto Rico right now, which I'm surprised you're not down there either, catching your tan even a little darker. Uh, but uh, <laughs> they they rolled in the first game as expected they would through these first exhibition games. Your thoughts on that exhibition game is this group, this new group comes together with Hunter Dickinson and Justin Timberlake or Terry Morris, all these guys getting together for the first time playing some games against other competition. I'll say this: the uh, let's you know I, I think they look phenomenal. The athleticism from this group is, is next level. They look a lot deeper than they did last year. I say a little bit with a grain of salt because the competition wasn't great. Uh, and I'm really curious to see how they look against the, the next two teams because the competition is going to be a lot tougher. They can keep it close against real NBA players. I think that will be really interesting. Um, you know, it, it's clear the style of play is going to be more up and down this year. Uh, you know, it, it, it's clear the tempo is pretty high. Uh, Marco Jackson and Arterry Morris, anytime they came in the game, they just completely ran up, you know, up and down the court. Uh, and everybody in this team, it feels like, is semi-athletic. 
you know, besides maybe Hunter Dickinson. But Hunter Dickinson does, you know, what you want a big man in college basketball to do is put up 18 and 10 or even 20 and 10 uh, and do a little bit of everything else. Um, you know, KJ playing four this year, guarding guys that are smaller um, and around his height is going to make his defense even better. On the offensive end, you can use him as a cutter a lot more often. He was throwing down alley-oops. Uh, you know, he even hit a three-pointer, you know. He can be a nice secondary ball handler on that, uh, you know, start lineup. You can run the offense a little bit through him in the sense like you could with Hunter, but KJ's passing is a really, really nice attribute. Um, Arterio Morris is a microwave scorer. He can score at will um, from anywhere. On the- he's very, very special on the offensive end, and he's a pretty good defensive player too. I mean, he can get steals and all that. Um, and El Marco Jackson, freshman, you know, incredible first step. Really, really good uh, for his age. He's mocked in most mock drafts, like top 15, and with, with good reason. And I think anywhere else in the country, he'd be guaranteed at the, the one or two spot. But Kansas is as stacked as you can be in, in the guard spot, I think. Um, so he's going to learn a lot playing against those guys and, and get a lot better over the year. Um, I'm excited. If you're a Kansas basketball fan, it's a good time to be a Kansas basketball fan, like it usually is. But this year is the year where I feel like this is a team that can make a deep tournament run. I never felt like last year's year was, you know, I always felt like they were exceeding expectations. Uh, and I felt like the, the small ball of KJ Adams just was not going to be able to play out in the tournament. And it, it ultimately cost them, you know, like they could not, when KJ got into foul trouble, they didn't have reliable bigs they could count on because they got in foul trouble as well. And, uh, you know, now you have guys, you have a guy like Hunter Dickinson, you have Parker Braun, um, and uh, you have KJ. There's three guys you can rotate between, and I think that's it's pretty great. Trey Slana, Kansas City Star. Shreyas, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Uh, enjoy more basketball, watching from afar, and, of course, fall camp right there in person. All right, we'll catch up soon. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Once again, great stuff from Shreyas Lana talking KU Athletics. Very exciting time to be a Kansas Jayhawk fan. Doesn't matter if you like football, basketball, or both. Uh, Both teams are looking to do some good things here in the 23-24 season. All right, let's get to our break. Come back. We'll touch on the Royals, who won again, and some amazing stats following this hot streak from the Kansas City Royals. That and more. We'll wrap it up. Also, real quickly, before I forget, if you want to be a winner from the Kansas Lottery, you can do so now. Text in the word DEAD to 785-899-2222. That's the word DEAD to 785-899-2222 for a chance to win a Day of the Dead on air uh, instant tickets. So if you, want to buy a, if you want to get yourself a Day of the Dead instant ticket from the Kansas Lottery, text in the word DEAD to our text line, 785-899-2222. Back with more right after this on The Blitz. Are you getting all the discounts you're entitled to on your home and auto insurance? Multi-car, multi-policy, common loss deductible, remodel credits are just a few options available. Do you have a special circumstance requiring insurance coverage? We might be able to help with that also. Check with the girls at the insurance agency at 1020 Main Street in Goodland or call 785-899-5011. We offer coverage from several companies to best suit your insurance needs. Call or stop by and talk to Roxanne, Susan, or Judy for all your insurance needs. Friday, August 4th, wraps up the Goodland Fair in Goodland. Enjoy the 5 p.m. 4-H Appreciation Barbecue in the show ring, then the 6 p.m. Great Big Livestock Sale. And at 7, the Homeowned Carnival and Games Open. Hey, it's wristband Friday night. And the music lovers at 7.30, a concert with straight shooters on the Midway. 
Saturday, the 1 p.m. Tri-State Royal of Champions of Champions Show, the best around. And the Fair Board and Carnival Committee, thank you for your support this year. Final steps to be completed soon for the new hyperbaric oxygen therapy at Cheyenne County Hospital. This new HBO service will be in addition to the existing wound care clinic. HBO is a complementary therapy used to treat various conditions including diabetic foot wounds. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy, safe and effective method of delivering oxygen to the body at a cellular level. Call the wound care clinic at the Cheyenne County Hospital. I am James, senior apparel designer, and this is Behind the Design with Hawks. Hawks is your classic workwear brand. It's designed for those guys that are on the job site. Just driven performance, just rugged and comfortable. Thinking of durability, everything is either double, triple stitched, bar tacked. It's build durable. It's going to perform. It's going to move with you. It's going to have everything that you need in a product. Hawks, only at Boot Barn. Switch to my plan from Verizon and get NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV on us with eligible phone purchase and unlimited plus. A value of up to $449. Head to Verizon today. $449 value applies to NFL Sunday ticket season 23-24 old. Additional terms and embargoes apply to NFL Sunday ticket on YouTube. No refunds. O'Reilly Auto Parts Loaner Tool Program offers more than 80 specialty tools. Refundable deposit required. Stop by O'Reilly today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Midwest Energy begins charging demand rates for residential customers on January 1st, 2024. In August, Midwest is sending all residential customers a mailer explaining demand rates. Participate in the Summer Demand Challenge and you'll learn how appliance use impacts demand and be entered to win one of 50 $50 Visa gift cards. Learn more about demand rates at MWEnergy.com under the Residential tab. Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. Phones nowadays can do practically anything, including feed you. And now, now they cannot. Well, that is if you download the McDonald's app. Use the McDonald's app to get deals on the food you love, including McCafes, soft drinks, fries, and so much more. Plus, keep up to date on what's trending at McDonald's with the latest promotions, events, new products, and specials. You can even order and pay from the app. So download it today and score from your local McDonald's at Burlington, Colby, Goodland, and Lamar. Back. Morning Blitz with Ross Volkmer. Thanks again to Shrey Lada for joining us on the program. Apologies to him and, of course, uh, to the listeners. Had some issues with the board here. A button got popped, and that it's one amazing. One little button on the board, and all of a sudden, things just don't work the way you have it set up. But that's all right. We still got him on and had great information there talking KU football and basketball. The Royals, my goodness, they are red hot. Six wins in a row for the Kansas City Royals, stat number one of the day. That ties the longest winning streak since 2001, six games in a row. They did it in July of 2021 as they sweep the Mets yesterday, 9-2. to two. Brady Singer, good Brady Singer showed up. In fact, it was great Brady Singer. I'll give him that. Great Brady Singer showed up. Eight innings, three hits. No runs, no walks, 4Ks. You'll take it. Great performance from Brady Singer. Royals win 9-2. Drew Waters with a three-run homer was a big one. Bobby Witt Jr. I, I got to find that stat. I have to find that stat. I'm going to find it right now so I can say that. I. But the, the stat on Bobby Witt Jr. During this homestand, 
was absolutely unbelievable. Here we go. According to Royals Daily, Bobby Witt Jr. during the six games of this homestand, 15 of 27, three long balls, two doubles, 13 ribbies, and three stolen bases. This is a guy that's coming into a zone. It's it. This is, but this here's the sad. This is the sad part here. The sad part is, is that the Royals, you know, are putting it all together right now. When the season's over, and, and we saw this last year, and I think that's the sad part. We saw it last year where they were kind of putting it together in, you know, late July, August. They were throwing things together when they were completely out of it. Then they started kind of piecing things together. You saw it with. You know, you were able to see that happen. That was impressive to see. And now we're seeing, and then because of that, remember saying the year, I, you know, I think the Royals have a chance to, to be pretty competitive. I don't know if they're going to win anything, but they'll be competitive. They haven't been competitive this year. Not until right now. So the Royals putting it together right now, 9-2 to two with the win. They go to Philadelphia to begin a series with the Phillies starting tonight. So a few more stats from that uh, from this recent little winning streak. Um, uh, for the Royals had won just four of their first 33 season series, but have now won six games in in a row, tying the longest winning streak since July of 2021. They also completed just the fifth perfect homestand of at least six games in franchise history. It's the fifth perfect homestand ever of at least five games, of at least, of at least six games. So they don't do this very often, win this many games in a row to the Royals, but they are doing it now. Real quickly on the text line, our great listener Kyler chiming in, saying, uh, talking about why do they, the Royals, always wait until they're out of contention to do something like win six straight? Great question, Kyler. I don't know. The pressure's off, maybe. They got to learn to play better with pressure. They Here's the thing. I think the bats, they took too long to come around. I think that's the big thing. The pitching has never been there. They got to get better in the pitching department, whether that's better development or go out and find guys. But they have nice hitting pieces. Whether you want Drew Waters, uh, Melendez, Witt, Garcia, Fermin, they have nice batters, but they have to have the pitching to go with it. It's hard to win games when your pitchers can't keep the other team down. So that's something they have to find to get better at. We've said it for many years, they haven't done it. They got to find a way to get better in the pitching department. They have do. They have some nice hitters. Those hitters need to be more consistent, though. There's no doubt about that. A three-run walk-off home run. A game-winning walk-off with a walk-off. His second walk-off hit of the season. In walk-off fashion, that baby's gone. That will do it for today's program and for this week. Thanks again for listening. Really do appreciate it. Uh, once again, a programming note. Show on Monday, no shows the rest of the week uh, for next week. So show on Monday to recap the weekend, get you the weekend winners and losers and other stuff, but no show the rest of the week. Got some personal matters to deal with, but we'll be back. I believe it is the 14th, uh, which, by the way, is the first day of fall sports practices uh, in Kansas. So we'll be back for that. And, we're gonna to try to catch up with some of our favorite area coaches for football and and get some talk and talk to them about the upcoming 2023 football season. Hopefully that week too. That does it for our show today. Thanks again for listening. We're back again on on Monday. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the beautiful cooler weather. It's been the Blitz.